Beyond the Beaded Curtain is a critical examination of the history of adult cinema. Like porno movies? Just so we're clear, we're talking about porno movies. Tom loves summer. Lots of people love summer, but Tom loves summer. Tom has the weathered look of a man who's spent a bit too much time in the sun. It's like when everyone else switched from suntan oil to high SPF sunblock, Tom probably stuck with the suntan oil. He looks a little burnt, even as we record this interview. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of always in summer mode, you know? Working on my tan. It's hard to keep a year around, even when, uh, you know, you hang out at Feast of Bravo all the time. But hey, everybody else is at the gym, lifting weights. I'm like, waiting for the budget to go off so I know to turn to the other side. Like a roast turkey. Tom didn't want to mention it on the record, but times are a little harder. There's no such thing as a professional tanning circuit anymore. Yeah, back in those days, besides just the contest, you can get paid a few hundred bucks just to try a new suntan lotion. Or even just be the background of like a beach movie or whatever. That's what happened with Barbara Dare's suntan lotion, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the 500 bucks to try out a new lotion that, um, well, the money was good. That was, uh... That was a that, that was a wild time. Barbara Dare brought in some of the nation's top tanners, people whose entire livelihood was based around exposing their skin to ultraviolet rays, to test out a new suntan oil. Simple enough. But something went wrong, or right, depending on who you ask. Yeah, I guess the government called it uh, an environmental catastrophe. I, I don't know. I, I don't think it was that bad. Despite Dare's lab testing, She claims to have run over 400 trials. Her suntan oil had some uh, unusual side effects. Yeah, you put that stuff on and pretty much, uh, well, there's no other way to say it. You wore that lotion and uh, if it had legs, you wanted to fuck it. Some of the language has been left uncensored for this podcast version. If you prefer to hear a bleeped version, please visit our website. Fuck, 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 fuck. You just had to fuck. All of us. Fucking, and in those days, I was fucking. I was fucking a lot, but I'd never fucked the way I fucked that day. That was like a year's worth of fucking all at once. I mean, for most people. More like a week's worth of fucking. For me, I mean. Some of the facts of the incident are clear. Others are contested. Some speculate that Dare and her company knew that their suntan oil was not just a suntan oil, but in fact, a highly concentrated fuck potion. A chemical compound that made people fuck like crazy until they came in contact with water. Kind of like the ending of the movie Signs. Ooh, possible spoilers for the movie Signs? For a version of this story without spoilers for the movie Signs, please visit our website. What we do know is that the compound eventually entered the air and resulted in a regional orgy centered on Vista Brava, but extending into neighboring beach communities. Yeah, it was, uh... It was something else. Men just fucking women. Women fucking men. Women fucking women. The lotion. Wow. Yeah. God. Boy, Allie. Men fucking men, too? No. No, no. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so, no. That's kind of strange, right? Strange that if women touched the lotion, they wanted to fuck whoever was closest, but men had a more targeted effect? Kind of strange when you think about it, right? I guess so. I mean... I never thought about it like that. You didn't sort of look at some of the other men you were with, see them with new eyes, look at one of your fellow tanners, see him patiently waiting his turn to say, fuck Tammy White and say, hey, uh, so maybe we should just fuck each other? I uh, No, I, I don't recall that particular thought. 
in in the moment. Uh, Even though it would have been fine, right? You're there under the influence of what some think was a sort of voodoo adjacent fuck curse. You guys fuck each other, say, and then even if you feel weird about it, hey, we were under a fuck curse. What's the big deal? Look, um, I thought we were going to talk about tanning. Uh, I don't really want to. Yeah, yeah, tanning. So when you were testing out Barbara Dare's suntan lotion, did you try any on each other? Did you rub it onto each other's backs or maybe did one of the other guys maybe help you apply i uh look i i don't i don't know what this is uh but uh i've had enough of it tom opted not to continue our interview but in this episode of beyond the beaded curtain we're talking about barbara dare's surf sand and sex we're devoting our full episode to this story voodoo sex curses are they real What's the etiquette during a voodoo sex curse orgy? Who's to blame when a voodoo sex curse curses an entire beachfront community? Stick around. This is a production of National Porno Radio, sponsored in part by Dare Tan Plus. Dare Tan Plus. Dare to tan. I saw a man in a sleeveless shirt recently, a vest, as they say in England, for some reason. Mm-hmm. Go, go on. Uh, and it just really made me think, will I ever do that in my life? Like go Have grocery shopping never? in a sleeveless shirt? Have and you I think, never? Uh, no, no, I have why not. Why not? Oh, I, well. Yeah, why not? Um, partially it's um, the history of that. What are you that, ashamed of, Randy? Uh, my body. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that makes and, sense. And um, I mean, I, the only context I've ever gone sleeveless would have been basketball. And that's been a yeah. long time, too. And would that you, was always endorsed. People like uh, if you were put on the on the skin side of the teams, you would just quit. And leave the <laughs> I would just quit the sport. Yeah. And do a different yeah. sport or would you just, just like go home. fake your death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm never going to be able to dunk anyway, guys. Uh, no. I think I would just uh, fake a heart attack <laughs> while take like, or just say, "Oh, I I think I pulled something while trying to take my yeah. shirt off." Yeah, well, I'm going to have to. Yeah. Well, speak. Well, I guess then the product of the day, this Dare tanning lotion, mm-hmm. Dare could Tan also Plus, help could also help someone like you. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Right? But wait, but hold that thought, because, um, Randy, what do we do here? What is this? Oh, yeah, we should probably introduce our show. That's really an excellent idea. So this uh, is another episode of uh, Beyond the Beaded Curtain. And uh, just, just for those folks who maybe put their um, podcast app on random and just started listening to a random program, we should go ahead and do a little bit of a station ID. This is a... This is 
Beyond the Beaded Curtain, and every episode we go into the uh, into the old neighborhood VHS rental store, and we don't just and we spend a few minutes skulking around in the comedy section and the drama section as though Hitting we're eighty two year olds. Yes, hitting, <laughs> yes. Um, pretending as though we want to uh, rent a regular film, but then we kind of skulk into the uh, area in the back. It's always demarcated by either a um, old-timey swinging saloon door or, more typically, rows of jangly beaded curtains. And that's where the good stuff lurks. And we select a VHS tape from that adult section. And then we watch it. And then we talk about it and tell you all about it. Of course, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Randy Chardonnay. I am Monday Blue. And I'm Dr. Randolph Randy Sounder. And uh, currently, (laughs) I am completely nude, (laughs) save for my shoes. Yes, yes. Cool. It's a good luck. I made so many notes of that. (laughs) Oh yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> one one thing that we've kind of drifted away from that I wanted to just uh, remind about a little bit is that the sort of idea was always that we were going to kind of be uh, looking at, at films considered sort of classics and kind of seeing how they, they hold up. And sometimes we end up doing that. And sometimes we just say like, hey, let's do a beach movie, guys. And then we yeah. find a beach movie. And that's what we did this week. Was that your impression of me? Oh, no, not at all. That was <laughs> definitely not. That's Randy's new character. Yeah, it's my new character. Uh, and yeah, that's why we... And what could be more beachy than a movie called Barbara Dare's Surf, Sand, and Sex? Just laying it all out there. Just laying right it title. all out there right in the title. Oh, wait, I guess, for, except for surf, I guess. There's oh, yeah. Much, uh, surfing, I don't think. No that. surfing, but surf in the sense of waves. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the one wave that almost kills our, uh, our two uh, <laughs> protagonists at the beginning. And slash saves. ends up saving. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Such complexity. Mm-hmm. Now, Monday, did you have a synopsis for this week's film? Yeah. I mean, nice. It's less of a synopsis and more of a me trying to figure out what this was yeah so we have our um, female protagonist Barbara Dare she invents a tanning lotion that once rubbed into skin and activated by sunlight uh, transforms into a horniness potion uh, Mm. and it triggers continual sex just forever and ever And this unintended consequence baffles Barbara, as well as her financial backer slash casual lover, especially (laughs) since uh, the experimental subjects for this tanning lotion are already on their way to the beach for the quote-unquote field tanning test. However, it doesn't take long for Barbara and her financial backer slash marketing genius lover to decide there might still be some salvageable value in a product that promises endless, tireless sex. And so, when the test group of young, beautiful tanning enthusiasts arrive, a very different kind of experiment begins. 
Um, and I mean, I think that that's um, exactly what um, what the the writer of this film, Dan Steele, right. yeah, Dan Steele, yeah. But I mean, but this is all crammed into the first what eight minutes of the film, and then the rest yeah, of like the the an the rest of the hour is just. Um, Oh yeah, a horribly designed experiment because I mean, who's the control? But yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, th- yeah, I mean, for one, like this is why this is why you need everyone needs to contact their senators. Uh, mm-hmm. This 2018 upcoming election. This <laughs> yeah. is what happens without government oversight. Yep. This is the kind of like the corporations run wild. Just, yes. Sure. Four four hundred. Um, uh, test sessions and not a single one did they test Mm-mm. does this tan people does this dare tan plus actually tan rats right. or kittens or right. anything like like this like we need government oversight you know and this is what this is what happens i'm sorry doc are you calling from are you, more animal testing less animal testing i'm not sure where you're coming down on this more more animal testing okay less government oversight <laughs> got it <laughs> But, uh, okay, but where do you fall on olds? Olds more to olds? me are uh, more olds. Mm-hmm. Put those in this, round them up. <laughs> put them in the same kennel as your as your rabbits and and um, and, and ten though rats and things. You know, Doc, this is where I I disagree with you. I believe that old people are the future. Oh you know? no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I was thinking (laughs) one way to kind of talk about the story, such as it is in this. Um, We have sort of just two, I think there are like two characters. um, Well, there's kind of two central characters. We could maybe just talk about um, Barbara and what happens with her and Barth and Mm -hmm. what happens with him and the rest of the, the rest of the eight people. They're kind of interchangeable and. They'll, they'll kind of catch up with us if that makes sense yeah and they never explain why it's three men and five women yeah there's a there's a lot of um uh what's what, what would the word be um asymmetry in, mm-hmm. in certain things mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. some uh, like for just quickly that there's a at one point there's a 2v1 volleyball scene we'll explore <laughs> deeply yeah and that's not how you play volleyball no it's not fair no it's imbalanced you got to go back. You got to balance that game. Yes. That's not that's not fair. Um, yeah, but the the beginning of this unless, movie it starts unless with the uh, one what, is like uh, is that good? A, yeah, it's like handicap. the world champion. Yeah. Well, also one of the guys on the team of two was barely in the game and had to be reminded to participate. Yeah, that's that's true too. So I want to talk about that, you know, real life Barbara Dare for just a sec uh, as we get started here. Because a a thing that's Mm -hmm. interesting about this movie is that so it's called some you'll see it sometimes listed as just surf, sand and sex, sometimes listed as Barbara Dare's surf, sand and sex. And so two two things are really remarkable. One is just uh, um, Barbara Barbara Dare had a fairly um, short uh, career span in the adult entertainment business, only about five years or so, um, but was in a bunch of movies, seems to have done extremely well, is in all the Performer Hall of Fames, um, won a bunch of awards, and but what's most impressive to me is that only about like two years into her career, she's getting her name listed above the title of the movie 
pretty mm-hmm. pretty remarkable uh, uh, feat. And not only is she getting her name listed above the movie, she plays herself in this movie. And so yeah. in the world of the film, a new but very popular porn star is marketing a new suntan lotion. And so this is... Uh, Two horny teens. Yeah, two horny teens. Well, I don't know if there are any teens in this movie, but um, uh, just, legal teens. I just wanted to barely legal teens. No, they're like thirty. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, let's just talk about that for a sec. The idea that, like, you know, the the kind of meta narrative of this of 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 these these um, these people traveling to go test out a, a porn star's new suntan lotion. That's yeah. pretty wild, right? I mean. Oh yeah. No, but I th- I think there's something to that, and in this in this movie as a whole, there's there's there, there's something afoot here. Because <laughs> if 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 Barbara Dare, she's playing herself. She's yeah. a real world person, mm-hmm. and and is playing herself in this movie and hawking her own product mm-hmm. in a movie. Yeah, but not in the real world. Right now, you'll see. Here's here's where things get deeper. <laughs> Her compatriot, her um, her marketing and and money man mm-hmm. yeah. is named Barth. Her hypochondriac now, okay. lover, yeah, yeah, yes. Now, as you'll remember, mm-hmm. John Barth, <laughs> famous postmodernist writer from the the seventies <laughs> and eighties, famous for his for his essay, mm-hmm. "The Literature of Exhaustion." <laughs> mm-hmm. Now. Now that is almost the the, the seminal text on Seven. definition of. Yes, in in two ways, um, on on uh, on postmodernism and how literature is essentially dead. And then Roland Roland Barthes, spelled differently, uh-huh. but took that as influence, famously, <laughs> to write his essay, "The Death of the Author." Mm. Now, yeah. the the <laughs> the writer of this movie, Dan mm-hmm. Steely. Mm-hmm. Is also okay with postmodernist techniques in in sort of parodying. This is like the worst Khan the... Academy lecture ever. <laughs> no, no, I want to hear all of this. I'm riveted. Okay, go on. Yeah, so the writer of, the, of this this film is is familiar with these texts, and so this movie is all about um, parody, intertextuality, self paradizing. And the end of what the the writer thinks mm-hmm. is porn, and can he go beyond the limitations of what porn had become up to this point? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, how can he proceed now, now onward? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's what this movie is so about. So you are that's triangulating wild. the part. Mm-hmm. Yes, my entire theory is based on the fact that um, his name is the same as a writer who mm-hmm. uh, did a thing one time. I yeah. accept this theory only because no one is named Barth. You know, like it's such if it had been Steve know, right? and you had made a theory based on three guys named Steve, I would not have uh, been with you. Hey, look, uh, I got some other stuff upcoming uh, for the, 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 in the later part of this movie. Great. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. And what I... And then when I, I kind of was thinking of like um, uh, Instagram, uh, like big Instagram accounts selling like tummy tea or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know that was mm-hmm. it, Flat it was tummy tea. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Uh, and 
just trying to think of some kind of parallel for 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 Barbara Dare hawking this this uh, this um, suntan lotion, but also well, like sh- but we she need w- to give her more credit because she was actually involved in yes. the production, right? Mm-hmm. The inventor. I, mean, I would hate oh, yeah. to see a woman's work once again get erased. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Good point. Yes. Oh, I don't know who invented. Sorry for not knowing who invented um, flat tummy tea. Um, what is that? Can you tell flat- me what that is? Oh, it's um, it's sort of a like a drink you drink that makes you shit a lot, and then you get skinny. Yeah, so that it is important to bring up that uh, that Barbara is not just selling the lotion. Thank you for bringing that. She seems to be the inventor of it. She's leading uh-huh. the clinical trials. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the voodoo swamp juice. Yes, mm-hmm. she's she, oh, yeah. she's it's responsible. A, it's a blend of uh, it's a blend of Louisiana love potions and herbs, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and and, so and various And then she goes on to just lotions. tell the recipe, which yeah. you should never do. But oh well. I yeah. I love the way that she talked about the lotion because it was it, it just really it had the awkwardness of a TV infomercial. And it was it just was just mm. makes yeah. it really strange that this movie is like right. a fake infomercial for a As fake suntan lotion. As if they really have. <laughs> I mean, all that would make sense if there really was a product. You know, yeah. I could forgive all these transgressions. Um, mm-hmm. So let's set the scene. The two of them are lying on the beach, uh, half naked. Uh, well, they're in they're in swimwear. Mm-hmm. And talking business. And she's yeah, and explaining the, the, they're this. A, they're on like the worst beach imaginable. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's like a uh, like the like they're at the edge of a of a quarry, I guess, of like mm-hmm. a man made lake. It just <laughs> looks like garbage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe it's just the video quality, but it the sand in every scene looks just like it looks industrial, like it's like yeah. was very recently mm-hmm. rocks and is now just mm-hmm. barely sand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, the sand is a character in this movie. <laughs> uh, so, so Barth is uh, he's skeptical um, dis- um, of the of the lotion uh, because mm-hmm. he's against Louisiana or something, which I found offensive. Um, but Me too. he's yeah. ultimately uh, um, pressured into trying the lotion. By Barbara Dare, and uh, they apply just a little bit to each other, and um, yeah, then they just have to fuck because of the 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 sun activates the Louisiana mm-hmm. um, love herbs and spices, yeah, and uh, they have no choice. Yes, but he's also scared uh, of the fact that because it's from Louisiana or some of the uh, the love spices are mm-hmm. that this is a voodoo con- concoction, right? Uh, and voodoo that's terrifying. Love juice. Yeah. yeah, and then we're so introduced to a very specific character trait. He mentions he's a hypochondriac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, I don't claim that title, but I am adjacent and sympathetic. Mm-hmm. And so that that never gets developed, and it was very insulting. Um, he, yeah, he claims that he's not just going to put any old substance on him but then 
Okay. No, I mean, he, he's, a, he's a monster. He's a monster uh, <laughs> for certain. Does, and he deserves he... to be locked up in the storeroom as he is most of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's where he should remain. Um, does he yeah. look like anyone? Yep. Oh, does he? Who you got? <laughs> Who's a shitty version of? Uh, I went. I, I think he looks like a shitty version of a young Judge Reinhold. Whoa! <laughs> Dang, I like that. I like that a lot. I had either uh, Kevin Bacon or ah. James Broland hmm. of young James Broland. James hmm. Broland in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Josh. I meant Josh Broland. Hmm. Look, I don't know a lot of things. <laughs> no, I just wondered if he had a brother. Yeah. Well, does. maybe it is. If his you brother. do, if you are Brolin's brother, please uh, send me slide into my C- DMs. <laughs> yeah, mine too. And uh, come and come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't noticed it there, Doc. But now that you mention it, his giant purple chin—that really—that should have yeah. made me um, make that connection. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Um. Did uh, Did you either of you think that uh, Barbara looks like anyone? No, yeah, Barbara I, uh, I thought just looks she like reminded Barbara. me of. Uh, she just looks like well, yeah, in the real world, she's uh-huh. in her own film is the shitty version of her in the real world. I guess. <laughs> I guess. But uh, I don't. know, She reminded me of Linda Hamilton. But oh, I that think makes maybe, sense. Yeah, the hair. Maybe just the hair. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I got a bit of a Kristen Wiig vibe from her. Oh, like, oh whoa! Just, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I just thought like, ooh, a pretty white lady. <laughs> No, that's fine. Yeah. I would I would say that overall, I this movie is bad and I didn't like it. Um, but I do think uh, I I understand I, I understand Barbara Dare's star appeal. I feel like yeah. uh, even when she's kind of doing boring things like pitching the merits of her her shitty suntan lotion uh, slash uh, horniness potion, uh, she she kind of she gets out of those scenes without you know. Mm-hmm. Um, embarrassing herself too much with that really terrible dialogue about the 400 clinical trials and all this just like language that's straight out of an infomercial and i I think she has a good good presence on screen throughout and yeah i i I get it right yeah so she was actually um one of the first porn stars and this is according to imdb so Yeah. yeah not claiming to know this firsthand but she was one of the first porn stars to successfully negotiate an exclusive contract with a production company. Um, oh, dang. Okay. Right. And she was a student at uh, FIT, the, the fashion school in New York, mm. when she was um, when she started working in the, the fetish club circuit and became very popular and very famous there. Oh, okay. So she had like a brand before and she was like, well, I'm going to expand out to make film. And now she works as a substance abuse counselor. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought, um, so so she's um, in in quite a few of the scenes and uh, I kind of lose track and interest of this movie when she's (laughs) off screen. And then um, Barth has a kind of weird dual role as... um, comic relief um slash um he's in a number of the scenes but he's also kind of like uh, he's kind of the butt of a lot of jokes so uh so we kind of are laughing at him a little bit for being a hypochondriac in the beginning whatever uh and then um he's just like the i don't know he's the he's the like 
horny sex criminal is kind of the his his position in this film. He's the financier, money man, horny sex criminal. Because as soon as all of the um, the, the the group of um, the tanning volunteers show up, uh-huh. uh, he's giving off like a real like like sleaze vibe. And uh, yeah. really, kind of trying to position himself to get himself alone with one of the one of the tanners. Uh, yeah. Barthen and Barbara have like a sort of uh, pitch, or, and then enforces the people who come to the island to sign a non-disclosure oh, yeah. agreement. They're, they're um um the release form conversation yes. was creepily long and specific. Mm-hmm. Like we were. M- I don't think this was intentional, but I ended up caring a lot about the release form and it mm-hmm. never got resolved properly. So, yeah. Um, well, it's it's also creepy because by the time they're bullying the, the this crew into signing the release form, they already know that as soon as these folks apply their their suntan lotion, they're just going to fuck. So it's. You know they've they've got the upper hand in the in the conversation, and uh, they're withholding information intentionally. Which really raises like really interesting questions about informed consent. Mm-hmm. Because if you're mm-hmm. if the That's very uh, experiment uh, compromises autonomy, then what does that mean for informed consent? And um, also, like this is a move like. I don't understand why so many of the porn movies that we've watched involve some kind of like a horniness potion contract. Oh yeah. Well, it just because it's like you (laughs) throw. Yeah, Yeah. come on, like you you got this beach and all these like sexy people. It Mm -hmm. doesn't. I don't need like a complicated explanation when I'm watching porn about why these sexy people have sex with each other. Like, right? Does anyone need that? No, like the lure of going to a of a, a tropical island beach would be enough. You didn't yeah. need like, would you like to try for $500 as they offer this suntan lotion? Right. Like you could just go to a beach. It's fun to do. Yeah. You know? But um, guys, to, crabs to, there and crabs to, are terrifying. To play, <laughs> to play devil's advocate. Please. I think there is a kind of. I'm not saying this is right. In fact, I'm about to say that this is very wrong. But there is a thing that some viewers will find attractive, which is the idea of people losing control over their own bodies. Can you explain that? Well, what is that? What is that impulse? Um, um, I mean, it's... Um, a lot of the sex we've seen in these movies fall into two camps, where one is either... Um, there is like strong resistance from the woman, and so it's it's a um, a scene of conquest of of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. someone's will overtaking another person's, and or we get a scene of um, total submission, but total submission that is even more than willful submission because that is in fact an exercise of will. So what in fact constitutes total submission is if you don't even have control over yourself to give in. Um, through something like this horniness potion. Yeah, I understand that. And um, and what I'll say to that is these terrible, overbearing, exploitative women in this film, at some point, 
bury these poor pitiful men in quarry dirt and then beat their dicks with shovels. That's true. And then they and then against their will dump um, phototropic uh, aphrodisiac juice on their uh-huh. heads. And then hump the back of their uh, scalps <laughs> yeah. with with their okay. vaginas, okay. and they're <laughs> unwilling. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, I guess they agree to it, but like then they're incapacitated. Like, and these women just take advantage of these yeah. poor men. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. yeah. These that's the weirdest terrible, scene in any movie. <laughs> well, let's go back to the first sex scene, just because I've made a lot of notes on it. Um, mm, as soon sure. as he says that he's a hypochondriac, he pours okay. out champagne. We go these back to the beginning of the movie again. We're going way back. These <laughs> very civilized champagne glasses. Um, he doesn't wash his hands. Made of made of plastic, so civilized. <laughs> yeah, there. plastic can't champagne. So civilized. Coops. Yeah, because uh, don't need broken glass to uh, hurt other oh, beachgoers. <laughs> Yeah, but that and is then, probably why all the men also wear shoes on the beach. They don't want <laughs> to. They don't want to get crabs on their feet, and they don't want to get glass on their feet. Or, I've or always said like champagne. I always, yes. Yeah. I never go outside because that's where ants are. I never go to the beach because that's where crabs are. I don't like crabs. Crabs are terrifying creatures. They're the ants of the sea. They're they're gross chitinous bodies. They're, they're I don't like them. They pinch you in your little toes. And you should wear shoes on the beach no matter how nude you are. I stand by this but movie. They're delicious. Hi, for the listeners at home uh, who have opted not to watch uh, the <laughs> film on their own, I would just uh, like to mention that no crabs appear in this film and I have no idea <laughs> why Doc all. is off on this crab oh, yeah. tangent. <laughs> There are implied crabs everywhere in this film. If you're at the beach, guess what? That's where crabs are. They're in the water. They're coming for you. Okay. How do you do, feel about... You do not rest okay. easy. Okay, there are don't. crabs. You put down a towel. You, towel's not going to stop crabs. A crab's going to crawl right across that towel, and he's going to pinch you. All right? Crabs are no joke, and I'm not joking. Crabs are fucking... Awful! I hate them. I love crabs. Oh my so god! If well, you're, if you're about you're to, if you're about to unsubscribe, the answer to see. If you're about to unsubscribe just because of what Doc said, just remember you're shutting out a fellow crab lover here. Um, I say, good, get out of here. If you're a fucking crab sympathizer, listener, you gotta go. You don't get to listen to this anymore. Oh, get out. Okay. Don't leave me alone with him. All right. Um, okay. If you don't like crabs, how do you feel about wristwatches? Because wristwatches mm-hmm. feature prominently. Yeah. Good point. That yeah. that first sex scene is really weird because it alternates between th- basically three shots. One. Taint. Well, yes, four <laughs> shots. Okay. Taint. Um. Um. An actual like taste. Is that, the, is that the most popular shot? Right. I I was wondering what is fucking up with the taint shot. No I one ever get gets it. it right. No. I don't no. want to ever say that it can't be done right. I would love to be proven wrong, hmm. but so far, you know, history has not been kind to the taint shot. No. Yeah. So. 
you mentioned there are four scenes. Yeah, four well, shots. Well, I forgot about the. I, I kind of um, skipped over the taint really. shot in my mind. Yeah. But there, there's that. There's a more kind of tasteful, sort of like slightly pulled out shot of the of the lovers on the on their beach towel, and then mm-hmm. there are two other shots. So we get a lot of just random B roll of the beach. Or of, of waves mm-hmm. for no reason, like mm-hmm. some, like a shark is going to appear in the water or something. And a lot of shots of Barth's wristwatch. Yes. Yeah. To imply the passage of time, mm. which implies that these people are fucking for a very long time. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. a, that's really good. I didn't really put that together because the I guess what's implied then is the tide comes in mm-hmm. and washes mm-hmm. them away. Yes. Well, washes. Dang, you see with, fucking oh, with steely, Danley steel. With the gloaming comes the tide. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and and then they they take some time to explain the science of this. Mm-hmm. So he he asks, the her, "Why didn't our sweat, uh, like, you know?" It, why didn't we just sweat it off? And she goes, sweat activates it. It feeds on sweat. Yeah, it's good I science. Had some issues with the mm-hmm. with the logic of how this uh, how this uh, substance works because uh, sometimes sun activates it, um, sweat sometimes. Right. But also at some point when our sex criminal is in the shed with a woman, uh-huh. he applies it to a to a, a dildo and, <gasps> no and fucks a woman with no it. No sun in the shed. No, no sun, sun in the shed. Right. No sun inside of a vagina either. Hmm. Well, Very depends. curious. Depends on which direction the vagina is aimed. Yeah. I guess you could aim it directly <laughs> at the sun if you wanted to. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But uh, in that scene, um, after he does do his uh, sex crime, it's it burns her so bad that she has to leave leave the storehouse and uh, douse herself in a tub of water uh-huh. conveniently right outside. But she, <laughs> she brings her d- the dildo with her. Dildo with her. Yeah, with her, yeah it's still not Which, enough. Which, by the way, was it was was the dildo just a giant finger? Yes. It looked like yeah. it had a fingernail mm-hmm. on the end. Yeah, I think that's probably the worst dildo I've ever seen. Yeah, that's the worst dildo I've ever seen. Yeah. And I, like I used to run a dildo store and Did we, you? Yeah, we had some weird mm-hmm. ones, and we. Can you hook me up? I I have some back stock, but why don't why don't we talk about that off <laughs> off mic? All right, all right. I'm not. Do you picking. have any of those ones? The any of those ones that have like a sword hilt on them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like those. Okay, yeah, that, those are very popular. Any of the kind oh, of so no back stock I, of that? Yeah. No. Oh want, no. I just want a dildo in the shape of like three fingers. Yeah. Mm. Three giant fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any uh, dildos in the shape of uh, Dane Cook himself? No. Um, like not 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 his signature <laughs> hand thing, but uh, but hit, but just him. Uh, no. Was that I, one you've seen before? Or, I can't. You know, I can't wait yeah, until is. he's eighty-two. Man. Okay. Yeah, dude, have you he's seen not that guy ripe. recently? He's not ripe yet. But mm. he's well, I think mm, I don't know. I think he's <laughs> probably well suited for you right now. He's pretty much a dad bod <laughs> out of control right now. He Stop. looks like shit. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Is this gonna happen? I think you and Dan. <laughs> 
Oh my god, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Okay. I'm shipping you and Ding Crook. Yeah, yes, it's I perfect. Am too. So um, he can't come on the show though. Ugh. All right. um, well, so, Dane so, and so, I will just start our own show. Good. <laughs> we do. Okay, so um, moving on. Um, no. After after the info. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why can't we just talk about Dane Cook? Oh, we can. Oh, we can. Uh, let's, anyone have any other yeah. thoughts on Dane Cook? Let's, r- yeah. let's raise I our wonder, hands. I wonder what he would look like in those three-inch inseam J. Crew shorts that all of the men in this film are rocking. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Randy, what is worse? Naked with only shoes on? Right. Or... Now we're getting in there. Three inch inseam J. Crew shorts and shoes. Oh, the naked is worse. Yeah. But what I want to talk about, Mm -hmm. we have basically consecutive (laughs) scenes of the worst possible thing. So, um, um, so Barbara splits up the group into, we basically have like three scenes going on roughly at the same time. Barbara takes most of the ladies. And um, carefully um, walks them through uh, their their kind of pairs of how they should apply lotion yeah. to each other, um, mm-hmm. and that's a whole like um, orgy kind of situation. Um, and then um, uh, Barth takes the the men um, to to a sand volleyball court and leaves them there so that he can go and uh, basically um, uh, uh, rape well, or yes. attempt to rape. Yes, he he in 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 a situation where like people have all shown up at this beach to try out a porn star's suntan lotion, they probably think that there's going to be some sex involved. But he's not straight up with her at all. He's completely like like weaselly and and just gross about wanting to have sex with her in this this shed. Yeah, I need you to yeah. help me with like a special. Experience. Yeah, it's terrible, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. so. So meanwhile, Hence the, the the gross uh, the gross dildo thing. The vo- That's his yeah, on the volleyball uh, at the volleyball yeah. area, he uh, he he tells the guys to hang out and play volleyball. The sun ta- that mm-hmm. Barbara will be along with the suntan lotion eventually, and they need to get naked for this part of the experiment, which is just waiting around in the sun. All right, naked, get naked. Yeah, take off our clothes without are they the control group what's going on here and let's let's. well i mean this this scene is is remarkable for a lot of reasons yes the main Mm -hmm. one is that it just i mean everyone's familiar with the with the uh the top gun volleyball scene and this just not but continue Mm -hmm. really okay well it's a it's just a legendarily homoerotic uh beach volleyball scene of all the all I mean, you should, and I'll probably drop in the audio right here because it's very good. And, uh, but these dudes just take that to the extreme. They're like, well, what do we do? I guess we should get naked. So they all just take their clothes off and they just have their dongs hanging out, but somehow. I mean, it cuts away, but I am curious about this. They got all their clothes off, I guess, without taking their shoes off. Yeah. They're still wearing shoes, and mm-hmm. I know they're afraid of crabs. That's what a three-inch seam is good for, yeah? 
I really yeah. like the um, when they they take a, a lot of um, time kind of convincing themselves and each other to get naked after Barth leaves. Because so there's yeah. a series of three lines where it's like, yeah. guy one, well, um, guess we better get naked. Guy two, yep, yeah. time to get naked. <laughs> guy three, come on, guys, guess we better take our clothes off. And then they start disrobing. Yeah, yes. they're they're in the shade. They're in the shade of like a a, a mountainside. Also, yeah. they're not on the beach, really. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not in the sun. There are no women around. I mean, it doesn't seem like they want to have sex with each other, right? Which um, is a shame. I, it, yeah, which is a shame. Mm-hmm. I don't see why they should. As we spoken about uh, last episode, is someone should just douse them up with a uh, with some of this Louisiana sex juice and just yeah. let them go at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ladies get to do that in the next scene. Oh yeah. So, yeah, the lesbian picnic. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. is that now is that a snorkel that she is? Yes. Oh my god. Rubbing Thank you her for bringing that up. clitoris and also sucking on. Yes. Sure is. Okay. I I never knew what a snorkel was until this movie, and I did not care to ever find out. It was one of those American terms where I was like, oh, I'll find out someday. Never did I imagine in my wildest dreams that this was how I would find out. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, wow. what did you think a snorkel was for? I mean, I knew what snorkeling was. Yeah, it's when I knew you. It was the act of. Uh, yeah. Of rubbing yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with with a tube, yeah, yeah. and uh, and selfishly not giving it to the person who might need it, the person going down on you. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> and also another terrible like chair scene. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, but so I knew what snorkeling was. I did not know as a noun, snorkel can also refer to the object of. Like the the breathing apparatus, mm. um, yeah. So this lesbian picnic scene, um, I was okay with it. I was in fact getting quite into it until you hear the director yelling at the actresses. Did you catch Whoa, that? What I missed that. I did not. What does he say? I just hear like, okay, girls. <laughs> And I thought that might be one of the actors. Like, I thought it might be a scripted part. Um, But no, it was just really lazy audio editing where you could hear the director yelling at um, his actors to to move a certain way, to do something. And um, sounded like an asshole, too. Yeah, that sucks. I would think that that a movie that Barbara Dare would put her name Mm -hmm. on would have higher standards. Oh, do we know? Did she ever end up directing her own movies? No, she wrote some columns and stuff and did some other kind of like off-camera things, but I don't think she directed. But um, I really enjoyed the the snorkeling. Hmm. I mean, yeah, that was my introduction to a a snorkel. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's kind of, um, I don't know, it's, it's weird watching this movie right after um, Thunderboobs because they had uh-huh. very little in common 
other than, mm-hmm. well, they were both focused on some kind of sex potion, it turns out, unbeknownst to us yeah. when we started watching the film. And mm-hmm. there's also like, there's a scene in Thunder Boobs where there's a brief um, appearance of like, it looks like a like sheathed diving knife. Um, uh, just kind of like appears on screen for a sec and you're like well that's weird and then it's gone again and then I was thinking of that when the snorkel appears and you're just like what what am I supposed to think here it's just like oh we're so horny we just need different things to touch whatever's close snorkel she never like she never (laughs) penetrates her vagina with the snorkel thank fucking god i was really i was really scared that was was gonna happen and i'm glad it didn't such a missed opportunity really yeah i mean i'm gonna run out and buy a snorkel now i had no interest in it you got any of those in your uh your your back i do not (laughs) i'm sorry no snorkel dildos. No snorkel yeah. dildos. Well, I will say that uh, they would be. I mean, as as um, concerned with uh, what Barbara and Barth are with the uh, marketing and uh, sort of their entrepreneurship, but mm-hmm. I don't know why they wouldn't brand a, a Barbara Dare snorkel that you can just buy at a store, like a like any other, like Sasha Gray uh, flashlight or something. You know? Yeah. They really kind of missed out on that. Not too late for us, though. Yeah, um, probably too late. Yeah. So um, Barbara wraps the scene up by um, flinging just the tiniest bit of water on the uh, other four ladies, and that instantly um, breaks the breaks the hold that the sex potion has on them yeah Mm -hmm. it turns out that just maybe like one drop of water applied to any part of your body is enough to instantly uh remove the effects of the sex Uh potion Mm -hmm. yes much like how just applying um one minimal application of this quote suntan lotion Mm -hmm. I guess would would give you a full body tan. Uh, you just put it any, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never really a, never really applied liberally to places you would need, like no. your shoulders or, no. or back, or you know. It's like easy okay. on, easy so, off. Okay, so uh, Doc, you mentioned this earlier. Um, head fucking, hair fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the boys are buried in the sand pit, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, and I. This this flashed me back to elementary school when I in fact did bury boys in the sand pit. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah. And what did you do to them? Um, not usual. That, I, hope not th- I hope not that. No, unfortunately, I was not um, as awakened. You weren't, aw- you weren't right. No, but I did torture them in other ways. But um, yeah, <laughs> no, I I I was a insufferable bully. I think. In the third grade, I made three people transfer to different schools. Um, what are you doing? That, these was, that was the peak of my my uh, reign. Were you putting like crabs on them or something? Like, what are you doing to these people? I yeah. How are you torturing these people? Um, psycho- with crabs, mostly psychologically. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like I putting mean, a so, crab I'm, near them I, to kind of scare custom- them, right? Well, it was very customized per, you know, I didn't have like a blanket method because that's too Oh, rude. nice. Yeah. I tailored every, yeah, every relationship. So, yeah, if it had been dog, definitely crabs. So all these boys are buried and um, 
mind you, it's not a form of torture because he's asking for it. He's like, use my hair. Mm-hmm. Right? He's yeah. begging mm-hmm. for this woman to um, rub her vulva into his hair. This is the yeah. worst, dumbest thing I've ever seen. Maybe. It's maybe the worst thing ever. Uh, <laughs> I was so intrigued. Who is I this for? Who is the audience for this scene? Me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess it's somehow Re- reformed for bullies ladies. who want one reformed last <laughs> one last hurrah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But look, man, these poor guys, they didn't deserve this. Mm-hmm. They were just playing volleyball, asymmetric volleyball, and then and these women come over and bury them in sand and beat their dicks with shovels. <laughs> How is Well, again, the guy who was asking, who was begging for someone to use his hair was also screaming and I quote stand on my cock yeah stomp on it IMHO that did not happen nearly enough yeah agreed they just mm-hmm. sort of slap it with a yeah. shovel <laughs> and they're not like a fun beach shovel they're like the shovel for <laughs> like you buy to like bury a body in the woods which I guess at this point, I guess it was at this point <laughs> in the movie that along those lines I was thinking or I was reminded there is no beach in this movie other than the first scene where the tide almost kills the protagonist. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no more surf. It's the only surf. And this is sex uh, surf and sand or whatever. Uh-huh. Get back to the beach. Yeah. Where's the beach? Uh, also, just to cut back to Barth, um, he is at this point uh, the... Um, the lady he used tried to capture um, has turned the tables on him and has, fl- mm-hmm. has um, left him locked in the uh, in the shed uh, where he has and he's basically he's tucked his arm <laughs> into some sort of vice uh, to keep yeah. himself from masturbating to death uh, because yeah. he's coated in I've the potion seen men like this many times without any kind of lotion, you know, to blame. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, this is also where the harpsichord music comes in. Hmm. So yeah, this is a weird like, scene because um, 18th century Bach harpsichord. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, he it's no, he doesn't. Well, I don't know if it's exactly that. It's it's more like a um, it's like a Irish folk tune <laughs> uh, jig that is like his theme music. I guess like, I don't know why he gets it. Yeah. He's also, and and this is also uh, to to credit uh, Dan Steely is um, uh, his his arm is like uh, Doctor Strange Love. Mm, yeah, <laughs> he's a very gifted writer. His arm is is like uh, Doctor Strange Love in that film where he he can't control it and it's become uh, um, autonomous of himself. Yeah, uh-huh. he just keeps wanting to grab his dick even mm-hmm. though he he shouldn't because it'll burn. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, it's just another example of the intertextuality that uh, Dan Steely is bringing to this you know, <laughs> beautiful text. And there, there's not a lot left to this movie. I mean, there's about an hour of it, but basically just now the jig is up. Everyone understands that the lotion is a voodoo sex curse. And so they decide to enjoy the voodoo sex curse. And we've got like three different kind of mediocre sex scenes that were kind of um, jumping back and forth between. Um, that takes approximately 10 years. Uh, and um, Well, yeah. Hmm. Um, I feel like our, uh, what's his name, Barth? Um, 
he gets some he gets some lines some memorable lines um so at one point he says oh i'm gonna rip my cock right out the roots (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) and then later on and then like we cut to a couple fucking on a cliff which like wait did you like that because that was sort of an arboreal metaphor Um, and you're a, a plant fetishist yes uh plants were too far away you would have to mm-hmm. fall to your death to reach the the plants and that is <laughs> not a good time for me yeah agreed yeah so cliff fucking eh. um but then we cut, oh yeah we cut back to barth who says oh my poor cock i feel like i raped a food processor and I would have loved to see a food processor rape him. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. That was my only note for that scene. Yeah, that guy's a monster. Um, and I guess it's supposed to be funny that he's like beating the door trying to get out uh, with right. his dick but, as if it's like a, there a bat or something. Wasn't there a giant bucket of water in there all along? When when the when the girl comes in and like pours this bucket of water on him, she she reaches for it. It's like right there in the shed. Oh dang, that is a a continuity error. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, there I didn't was catch a that. giant why they, why pink they that, uh, bucket of water all yeah, along. Hmm. Yeah, didn't need that wash basin for that poor lady that he uh, basically <laughs> sexually assaulted earlier. It was in there the whole time. Yep. Mm, mm. Dang. He had all the clues. Uh, and so after those. Uh, John Steely? Yep. I got notes for Yeah. That. After those three scenes, um, an, yet another transformation occurs with the lotion. It turns into shit, I guess, because everyone is kind of like covered in, <laughs> in grime and they're like, well, I guess the lotion wore off. And so there's nothing to do. Well, wait, but hold on. What happens there is that. This Louisiana sex juice, it reverts to the swamp water from which it was originated. Uh, this makes a lot of sense, obviously. Um, it, uh, I guess it just has sort of has a, after these 400 clinical trials, it has a time lapse uh, sort of quality where it just turns into swamp water and then you're covered in mud instead of, uh, instead of sex juice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that I clarification, like Doc. That. I mean, it's it's very important because it's In it's fact, offensive to I, I would me as a person those, from the swamp. The swamp that, juice, yeah. Like, I'm not interested in an aphrodisiac, but I would love some nice swamp mud for my skin. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so good. Like, I'm sure Goop will have it. Yeah. Oh yeah, just throw that in your vagina with a jade <laughs> egg, and everything will be fucking fine, Gwyneth. Yeah. Coming for you too. You and Aziz coming for both of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they decide to dispose of, I guess, what's presumably the only bottle left of uh, Dare Tan Plus by throwing it into a fireplace. Um, it's mm. the. I think it's probably summer in this movie since everyone is naked outside on the beach all the time, but they yeah. somehow have a roaring fire in the fireplace. However, uh, this is a sort of. There's an environmental message in this film. You need to dispose yeah. of things properly by yes. by throwing the lotion yes. into the into the flames. Uh, the effects of it are spread throughout the region, and in fact, the uh, I think must be magnified because now uh, they have to have sex again. Uh, yeah, this is a very important 
scene, uh, Randy. And uh, also, you're you're very correct. You should uh, dispose of all of your Louisiana sex juice at your local Best Buy and that bin that they have <laughs> there at the front of the store. But uh, once this thing becomes airborne, because they threw it in a fire, did not dispose of it correctly, they basically become sex zombies, voodoo sex zombies. This entire this entire yeah. island, they become undead, unfeeling sex creatures. Yes. So this is this is basically like a John Romero style uh, beginning to the end of this movie. Yeah. Um. So we're 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 rapidly approaching the end of this this movie. Um, I think it's. Are we? Mm, yeah. I, yeah, well, we're at the last scene, and um, so basically, <laughs> um, there's yet another sort of like d- uh, division uh, amongst our cast. Um, Barbara Dare um, takes um, most of the hot ladies and leaves, and um, mm-hmm. they presumably do something really sexy. Yeah, and uh, we the don't ones get who to couldn't get away. Yeah, the, are we don't. Left with yeah, the men folk. <laughs> yes, and so there's um, <laughs> the scene with them. Um, uh, oh, yeah, um, yeah, where yeah, it's it's not good i didn't i didn't like it um and that's uh the way the movie ends yes although that makes me question like once barbara dare takes the women away from the fumes doesn't that make the swamp hypnotism fall fall away um like shouldn't you be near breathing the fumes for it to take effect no, because we get all that, um, um, the radio announcements suggesting that this is a regional disaster and that uh, people are, yeah. are fucking oh, just all I over the area. I miss that very nuanced Yeah, that's twist. what I'm saying. This, th- uh-huh. this is a serious outbreak across the island. Yeah. That right. These weirdos. Yeah. yeah, so this is like a prequel to a I, apocalypse. I think mm-hmm. so. Is there a sequel to this? Because this definitely feels like this is... <laughs> Um, number one in a sex and a surf yeah, two. I mean, okay. I I would just like to flag some things that we didn't get around to, and I'm, I'm yeah, sure I'm sure we all have our our things. Um, uh, there was one line where they're all standing around and like trying to figure out what to do now that they realize they've become guinea pigs in this um, perverse sex experiment, and they go, "Well." We all came here to party and get tan, so let's party and get tan. <laughs> yeah. uh, love that. And also loved like the contrast of cuz we're seeing two beach movies back to back and if if uh, Thunder Boobs was the 90s like supermodel aesthetic of of like platinum blonde hair and like dark smoky eye um, this one is the the counter example to that, which it, it's very like soft curls, uh, lots of coral shades, various mm-hmm. shades of coral, um, and like softer blended out smoky eyes. So uh, you have been warned. Um, I th- I'm. I'm wondering about the fact that the fact that we have to call tit fucking tit fucking and yeah, could it not why? be called that? Okay. Because you can't you can't call it breast fucking or boob fucking. Listen to how like terrible that sounds. Like it all sounds pretty terrible. I mean, I, it all sounds terrible. Yeah, I mean, 
I also like I don't and don't do it. Also, I don't have the the breasts to ever accommodate that kind of activity. So, um, it like I I'm so envious whenever I see it. Oh, interesting. And it makes me wonder if like as a woman, I am failing to provide like a vital uh, um, experience. Yeah. I'm pretty huh. sure it's one of those porn things that never happens in real life under any circumstances. Are you just saying I that to make true. me feel better? Well, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, I don't feel like I'm going out on too much of a limb to, uh, mm-hmm. it, uh, say here on the broadcast, on the podcast, live in front of all mm-hmm. of our viewers that I have, <laughs> um, um, not, never participated in this act on either side. So why not? Well, my my breasts are not large enough, um, yeah. and um, it just yeah. never. Uh, I mean, I don't want I don't want like the eighty two year olds who are about to hit send to like delete their DMs to me because like I do have something. It's just I'm never gonna create that that crevice. Yeah. Huh. But you you wouldn't. Aren't you even? Well, you're curious? a lesser person for it, and you should be ashamed yeah, of yourself. Yeah, thank you. This is what I wanted to hear. Um, you're not even curious, because I'm curious. Uh, no, I'm. I'm really not. Really? Okay, you're weird. <laughs> Sorry. I just. I mean, it just. It just I'm seems like now. the kind of act that's. Um, it's the kind of porn act that's feels like it's for the person watching, and not for either the people participating. It doesn't seem yes. like it's not, it doesn't see, it's neither, it's neither the most pleasant place to have a penis, nor mm-hmm. the most pleasant place to place a penis. So it's just, it's not for anybody. Okay, I guess I won't get those um, implants then. Oh, you should definitely still do that. Okay. Though, yeah. Well, and we have the whole campaign going, people donated for that. So, I mean, I don't know, it just... Well, I just, I just want to be clear. Like we, we want to be transparent and above board. So mm-hmm. it's your, your, your choice. Absolutely. Uh, I just think, um, we should make a, f- we shouldn't announce it here. If you're going to, uh, stop the, the GoFundMe campaign, we okay. should, we should go through and kind of, yeah, we, yeah. Well, yeah. I would love to hear from our listeners what they think. Well, I mean, uh, obviously the people who've already donated 10, 20, 50, 100, 1000 mm-hmm. dollars toward the toward the procedure. They made their voice heard. They've yeah. they've made it clear already. And I think the people who haven't donated, they've they've kind of exactly. expressed themselves in a in a different mm-hmm. way. Yeah. So, I mean, the campaign's been going on for a month now. <laughs> yes. And yeah. Well, uh, what do you guys think about uh ferns? What's your what's y'all's is there nothing else we could talk about this yeah um i i rate this um uh one fern uh i believe that uh uh it's pretty you know pretty much barbara dare was the only part of this movie that i liked um she's good uh yeah one fern dang randy i give this half a fern whoa Dang, um, I would give it zero friends. So my standards are, um, if I am even, if I would watch you at least one more time, you get two ferns. 
if I am just proud of myself for having sat through the first viewing, you get one fern. Mm-hmm. This didn't even meet that standard. Wow. Because um, I was not proud of myself for having sat through it. I would give this half a fern instead of zero because I did enjoy the lesbian picnic scene. Um, what like once we got to like the scissoring portion, and and um, mm. like w- yeah, I I started to feel like it was more organic. Um, the women were able to forget that they were being exploited for a camera and could actually find some pleasure. Uh, that gets half a fern because I respect those women. Um, I guess I would give this um, because uh, I went to college once and as anyone else who went to college will remember the the great uh, Mexican magical realism story, Old Man with Enormous Wings, um, in which, um, sure, there was an old man with enormous wings, but also there was a bunch of crabs. And it's basically what this short story is about, I think as far as I can remember. And um, I give this story, or this, this story, sure. And this movie, uh, Four Ferns, because um, it's, it's as good as, as that uh, legendary Mexican magical realism uh, story. Um, is it Mexican? No, I know that he's not Mexican. Okay, it's a, but... It's a thing, it's a thing. I know he's, I know, I know uh, yeah, he's Colombian. Yeah, but I don't want to. I know, I know, but it's a thing but that... Be- Okay, so do you think this is uh, the point where we've just been broken by pornography? <laughs> I'm, I don't, I don't, because yeah. do you think this movie was particularly bad, or if it's just, uh, we're just we we're just overloaded? Okay, it's just no. What I'll tell you what's broken me. Please. Um, these weeks and weeks of. Porn research in my underground bunker mm-hmm. where I don't get sunlight. I don't get food apart from a stray combo <laughs> here and there. Uh, rolled my way by some sewer rat <laughs> who has rejected it. <laughs> Whoa, combo rat. That's even better than the, our classic uh, Cause, pizza Because they, they know what's up. And uh, like... Yeah, that's what's broken me. And seeing all this sand and sunlight, I thought would be like, I would be able to live vicariously through these films and experience above ground humanity again. Um, Yeah. But no, it's broken me. I am broken. 
All I have oh, is um, this final combo and a final swig of wine that I will enjoy together, and hopefully they will cancel each other out. That's a fine pairing, and uh, look, don't worry, Monday, we're coming for you. We're going to get you out of yeah, here. Yeah, please find out where I am, because I'm st- I, I don't like to admit this, but I'm starting to get a little scared. Yeah, so... Um, uh, if you have, if you would like to volunteer for our sort of, um, our crack team of, um, um, elite paramilitary types who are going to go and rescue Monday from the bunker, uh, please tweet to us, um, <laughs> at dirty VHS. Uh, do you guys want to go ahead and, and, and ink it in now? Do you want to do devil and Miss Jones next week? How's that sound? Yeah. Okay. Um, Sounds good to me. Mm, you can say no, and then we'll cut this part out. I am, yeah, I sound hesitant. I am very sure. Let's do it. Okay. Um, our next episode is going to be um, is De- Devil and Miss Jones. So uh, check that out. Um, I'm sure it's on the internet somewhere. That's how we're going to watch it. Yeah. And if there are any, there are any questions you want us to address, uh, you'll be too late. So too bad. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, we really appreciate you listening. Um, we are still looking forward to our very first review on on iTunes. Um, please hit mm-hmm. us up. Click that, smash that five star button. And if yeah, you want us to read it. your review, um, don't say anything about the podcast. Mm. Just give us five stars and tell us a weird story about like um, maybe like I don't know uh, the first time you found a dirty magazine in the woods or something, something like that. And we'll uh, yeah. we'll read that like, on the tell show. Tell us, tell us about a time uh, you you messed up when you were jerking off or something. Yeah, something cool <laughs> like that. Like tell us like what? maybe you were locked in a woodshed and you put your hand in a vice so you wouldn't jerk off too much maybe or like you were masturbating in a chair and you're like oh i need something to help me out with this uh you grab the snorkel or whatever so seriously just just give it up man and everyone has dumb stories of stuff that they did like you know there's no reason to be ashamed of it yeah and um if you want to send us your snorkels Mm -hmm. that that is also very welcome yeah, slide into our DMs and we'll, we'll give you our snorkel office box. So uh, until next time, I've been Randy Chardonnay. I have been Monday Blue. Um, Dr. Randolph Randy Sounder. Uh, goodbye forever. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.